to fuck you. Welcome, everybody, to episode 116, or are we on 117? <laughs> 117. Fuck, I messed up. <laughs> Welcome to episode 117 of the Son of a Tech podcast, and joining me, as always, is the co-host who will remind me the numbers on everything. <laughs> so It's Slingering. Hello again. We have our pretty standard layout. We do. Some news topics for you for the week, some game releases, but we're going to start off with what we've been playing this week. So what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Rocket League, Elder Scrolls Online, and Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Rocket League it has been like reinvigorated because like guys from work want to play it a little bit. And yeah, they're awful. So like, <laughs> I feel good. So you get to... Yeah, like, but I, the thing is... Playing with awful people in Rocket League gets frustrating after about like three matches when you're just like, you know, you could not hit the ball backwards towards our goal. That could be a thing we try <laughs> to practice on. And my problem yeah. is I always get into like the elite like uh, meta game and I'm like, well, what you're supposed to do is is rotate. Nobody understands what the fuck that means. And then you're like. Well, yeah, you want to go in front of the... Don't stay behind in the back of the goal the whole time, you idiot. But no, go back to goal. Like, do you understand how this game works at all? You take a shot, move... As you're moving backwards, the person who was on defense goes up to take a shot. Yeah. And as that happens... And usually you're playing threes. Yeah. So you... the person who had taken the shot before you is now on defense while you're still on your way back and you take that so and uh, you take that swarm and then if you're gonna go for the follow-up you kind of need to call that out but you shouldn't try to just sit under ball either that annoys the fuck out of me when somebody's like you know they have ball cam on so their camera's all twisted i'm i, I just imagine they're like rubbernecking you know but they're like the rubberneckers in, in traffic or something and they're just sitting there under the ball trying to hit it but the ball just moves like two inches because that's not how physics work in this game well or in real life so i don't understand where the why you would think that would be an effective method of playing that video game but i right. yeah so that's what happens to me i get into that mode where i'm like are you just an idiot and i'm trying to be nice but i blurt out my in my blunt way i'm just like that was fucking stupid stop <laughs> I quit I quit playing or taking it seriously before I figured out like the like, the good times to go and turn on ball cam and turn off ball cam like usually I played without it yeah and before I got good at aerials so I could take like off angle shots like if it's coming straight at me I can get up there and you know knock it back down but it won't necessarily go at goal right so <sighs> and then Elder Scrolls Online, I got back into and played for about like two hours. I think I'm level 19 now. It's a slow grind, but it's it's an Elder Scrolls game, so it's not terrible to grind out because you just play the story. And they did this thing now where it's just essentially you can do any mission and get the same amount of XP from it. The enemies right. scale with you. So I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it's cool because you can just go do whatever you want, right, in one hand. But then on the other hand, it doesn't 
you don't really get that sense of progression because you're not like, oh, I can't go to this area until I'm level blah, blah, blah. You can just... Right. It's, you can go to whatever go wherever you want. area you want. Yeah. And right. the only time you start getting restrictions is like with dungeons. So, whatever. I don't know how I feel about it. And then... WoW did that as well for this they? expansion where, you know, as long as you're, you know, level 98 or whatever... You, you walk into the zone and you can do any content in the game relatively, you know, except for instances. You can do any of the zones and quest in any of the zones without going in. Uh, and I, the, I agree with your hesitation about that because it goes and takes away some of the, oh, natural order progression of I should go over here now because I just finished this right. thing. But the one bigger benefit and i guess actually the two benefits are if you're playing on a pvp server and i don't know if eso has pvp uh you can just leave an area where somebody's being a scumbag right and two you can go and play with a friend even though they're a different level because well at least in wow the level scaling uh is like cross like teammates so right it it, you'll be able to go and eat Basically, I think what they're doing is the displayed number is a percentage of health, and the damage that you do is going to be a percentage of health. So what you see and what they do to you is going to be a percentage of your health based off of you know your gear, and what you're doing is going to be based off your gear. But like everybody goes and sees a number that's catered to their own player. Right, and it makes sense. It, I mean, it does, especially if you think about like the target market for MMOs and where most of the MMO players are right now in their lives with having kids and full-time careers, etc. Like making the, making it a little bit easier to play with friends, which yes, that ESO does the same thing or similar thing. Um, right. <clears throat> and just being able to go and do whatever content you want to do or feel like doing when you go to play. But at the same time, yeah, it does. Like, it, it feels weird. It doesn't feel right when I play it. Like, I'm just kind of like, what happens with me? So, because WoW's a little bit different because that only starts at a later level, right? For ESO, that yeah. starts at level fucking one. So, I end up getting lost, essentially lost, especially in like storylines, etc., because it's just all over the place. And then you end up right. like picking up like, a hundred quests and filling up it has a quest log like uh cap so right. like you'll pick well, up all the like 35 quests or something like what i'll end up doing is i'll like pick up all of the quests in an area like i would normally do when i level in an mmo and then go out to do all those but eso as soon as you like one storyline like from start to finish takes you from the previous area to the next area so if you pick right. up all of the quests in that area you will only you finish like one of them and consciously then skip around yeah. from one to one. To you'll one have to, to consciously one. say, Oh, I need to right. stop this storyline, go back, finish the other uh, up to. So like, I have a whole bunch of disjointed like quest lines. And then I spent, way I mean, too the much other option you could do, which probably isn't effective, but it would be better from a continuity standpoint is just play one quest line at a time, pick up one quest do it all the way through, even though it brings you throughout the entire game, maybe. Yeah. The, and then go back and do another quest. Well, that's why I, that's, that's probably what not I was the saying. The, the problem with the, that there, or the problem with that is, is that it costs a lot of travel money to do that. 
and it, so you have to pay to does travel. the travel money scale too or is it you pay you know i don't 20 copper i don't know the answer to that like i know that it costs different depending on how far you travel right so if i travel like all the way back now there are ways around that like if you pick up all of the travel points you can run to a travel point and then travel to one for free or very minimal cost. Yeah. But that's not very effective if you're leveling, right? Like if you're leveling, right. just being able to like quick, uh, quick travel all the way back and pay for that. It's the fastest way. So right. it's, yeah, it's, it, it breaks kind of the continuity. It breaks kind of some of the way... Like those mechanics, the way the travel system works and stuff is very old school MMORPG. And I think the using this new level design or leveling design with that it feels disjointed. They need to kind of figure a way out how to make all of that work together. And, and right. I mean, that's the story of ESO in general, though, because they just they throw in microtransactions. They throw in a monthly transaction. If you want to do that, you can mix and match them both. It's it's too much and not well thought out enough. Like you find like kinks in the armor or whatever all the time with it. I always find that like most games that have microtransactions are pretty incongruent in general. Like because they want to kind of force you to make purchases or they you know prefer that you make purchases right it ends up being like you, you feel like you're climbing an endless wall you know pushing the atlas stone up the up the hill so to speak and without going and making the purchases you're not going to be able to go and win yeah and i i've always oh, and i'd it, always rather pay ten dollars and own a game that has no microtransactions than go and i mean i would rather pay a monthly fee and see I guess that's the other thing that bugs me about ESO is I'm paying the 15 a month or I paid for right. this month at least. And if you would make, you would think that that would make it feel less in your face with the microtransactions and stuff, but it doesn't just because of the way it's broke. <laughs> and so right. what they do is if you pay 15 a month, they give you 1500 crown currency, which is the real money currency to then spend in the crown store. Okay. Which just a plus a couple other perks and bonuses or whatever. That's just right. kind of annoying. Like, I'm still just paying fifteen dollars for fifteen hundred crowns. The only difference is, is I get an extra little perk for being, you know, a subscriber. Which is like, right? I might as well just pay the fifteen dollars for the fucking crowns. Um, because it's not that much of a perk. I don't remember all of exactly what they are, but they're not like so much that they counteract the crowns. Like the crowns are the big deal. That's where you buy the starter packs with the XP boosts and blah, blah, blah. And XP boosts just shouldn't be in the game at all. They just shouldn't. Because then, it, like for this, it just, if you're not using an XP boost, it's very grindy. If you are, right. then it feels like a normal MMO. Which it already feels grindy. So if you don't use it, it feels fucking grindy. But that's, and there's no way to go and earn those without the real like you can't earn real money currency through the game at all. You can, but I mean that's where you're talking about an initial player that doesn't already have a pre like a pre-existing account's going to have a very hard time getting to the point of earning right. enough money to do anything like that. So, right. Eh. 
It is what it is. So Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, how's that? Yeah, I played it with my daughter. It's fun. Like the Lego games are just fun. I don't know. I don't know if you've played them. Uh, so no, I've, I haven't played any of the Lego games. Yeah, this one's a. I mean, it's straight up Jack the Force Awakens story, and then plays off of it with the typical Lego humor, etc. So right, the cutscenes right. are funny. <clears throat> My daughter's probably not quite to the, like she's adept at like Skylanders, uh, Disney Infinity, etc. She's five now, and she understands like the QTE events for the puzzles enough. But there are still the ones where it's like that was obviously just way too complicated for a kid. And even they right. say like eight, seven, eight year olds can do it. And I'm kind of sitting there going, I mean. Yeah, I guess if you just let your kid play it and figure it out. But if I'm playing it with him, I'm going to get frustrated because I'm going to be trying to c- control this stupid co-op game that requires both. It requires both players to do a different task in the puzzles. So a lot of right. times I end up like with both controllers in my lap trying to like do a stupid. Trying to fucking, do both of them yeah, at the same time. Yeah, doing a QTE event, and I'm like, ugh. Get good. That's got to be difficult. Yeah, so we're, we're very, very slowly making our way through The Force Awakens at this point. But right. That is what is it is. Is that a doorbell I just heard? No, it's uh, it's this work phone. I got to get turned off. I thought I turned it off. Ah. I did. I don't know. So I uh, played a little bit of WoW. I basically logged on only to raid this week, and that was it. Yeah. We got some, uh, some attempts on... Heroic Kill Jaden, who is the last boss of the you know latest and greatest raid. He's pretty hard, is he? Um, but we we might we might get it. I'm not very confident. <laughs> we have uh, I'm not very confident. We have a lot of people that so like I, not to toot my own horn, um, but it, there's like two or three or maybe four DPS in the in the guild that like actually do a good job. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of people that just aren't, aren't very good at make, you know, keeping their numbers up. So if you look at the damage meters, it's like myself, my roommate, who you may be able to hear bits and pieces of from the other room and like one other guy, but then there's like a six people who are all varying levels and steps of below that being worse than us. (laughs) And I'm not very good. I'm Okay. Yeah, it's more so that my class is pretty strong at the moment, so it put you know elevates me to pretty much the top or second from the top most of the time. But um, some of the other people, man. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, it, I logged in just for that and didn't really do anything else, which is surprising because I've been very into that game up until just recently. Um, but I broke down this weekend and I did something I never, never support doing. Yeah. I was going to ask you about this. I actually broke down, but not for the same reason. So, so yeah, for a long time, blind and I have both been very against going and buying early release or early access games. It's just not smart. (laughs) Um, inevitably you can end up getting disappointed, um, I feel, I feel like, like it sets a bad precedent for the industry where, like, the devs say, okay, well, they're still selling, so we're going to keep doing it. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, it, it makes this kind of 
it ruins the future progress of games too because it, it means that hey we can if people go and buy this product now then we can just sell it to them and and not actually have to finish the game we can you know cut our get it to a point where people will pay for it and then cut our support for the game by half and have them start working on our next game and you know slow down the development of it such that we never get to you know the actual finished product that this game should be mm -hmm. and so I feel like this game is a little bit different. So, like, it, it, yes, there a lot of the, what I just said is still true with this so game. So what game is like it, though? Probably a 95% <laughs> product, but it's player knowns Battleground. And if you go and watch... Now, why did any you of decide the... to pick it up? Because we talked about it, and then you looked into it more, or...? or... I mean, I had watched lots of videos of it. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things where I... There's so many of my friends that are playing it that... I just got tired of being like, well, all right, what am I going to play? It's going to be like, oh, am I going to play this? Eh. And it's like, I still haven't finished Deus Ex. I should probably go back and do that. I would, you know, I, I started to get back into XCOM 2 a couple weeks ago, and I haven't finished that either. But it's like, you know what? I'd rather, I want to be able to play with friends, and I'm just, I'm tired of WoW. So let's play something that has, you know, a lot of multiplayer component to it. And I was like, whatever, $30, it's not that bad. But uh, I, I have to say that, that I probably have already gotten I've already gotten my money's worth out of it. Hey, like thirty dollars is thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it's probably overpriced. Um, it's probably I would argue that it's probably it should be like a twenty dollar game. There's only there's only one map, um, but the same is true of a game like Dota Two. But that game is also free. Right. Um, and the map is constantly, ch or the the way that they you know kind of make the game new every time. Uh, for those of you who don't know what this game is, it was just crazy to me. The <laughs> the map kind of chooses a new location and collapses a ring around it. And when you're outside of the ring, um, you have to kind of uh, beat a, another ring that'll collapse in on top of the. There's a blue ring and a white ring, and the if you're outside the white ring you have to kind of beat the blue ring into the white ring. And if you're outside the white ring, um, or outside the blue ring, you'll start to take damage. So you kind of are always racing to go in loot gear in order to go and, you know, make yourself more capable in combat and strategically position yourself such that you're closer within the white ring um, in order to go and, you know, take down the other opponent's and the problem, or the problem that the ring grows and creates, is that inevitably, when you're outside the ring, there's going to be people that were already inside the ring right. that are going to shoot your face off. So um, my problem with the game, and I, well, let's do this clarification. I bought it because it was requested to do CPU benchmarks on, and that is a very valid uh, thing that for that game because it does have some pretty hefty or odd unoptimized cpu requirements and yep. i was doing budget cpus the 6100 versus the 1300x like ryzen 3 proc so when i tweeted yep. somebody was like well you need to do player unknown and i was like fuck like i just i know you're right like i can't say no because i know what the yeah. the problem that the game poses to budget processors etc cetera, etc cetera. so i picked it up for that i 
Hey, I'm terrible, fucking awful at the game. I don't understand it. Like, there was nothing, like, in the... Uh, there's nothing to... I couldn't find anything to loot most of the time. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for or what I'm missing there. Right. So I end up just being naked and getting shot. <laughs> like, pretty much yeah. all the time. Right. And I don't know. Like, I, a, I think that's one of those things that you got. You have to realize. You absolutely have to realize that this game is not Call of Duty. This is not Battlefield. No, I and I got that. And it I has hit, Battlefield in the title, which is a little misleading. I tried, it's really more of a survival hide, shooter than though. anything. Like, where do you find? So, th- where do you usually find the loot? Like, everywhere. But every time I <laughs> land, I can't find it anywhere. I don't know if it's like my eyes don't see it or if it just doesn't pop out to me or what. Like, I don't see anything to pick up. After after the show, we can jump in and do one game. I know you want to go to sleep, so uh, we'll jump in and we'll do one game and I'll, I'll walk you through some stuff. Okay. All right. That works. I'll give it a shot. Since I already own it, I better figure out yeah. how to play it a little bit better, I guess. Um, yeah. we'll do a, we'll do I want to do a, a deeper anyway. dive on what's going on with the CPU, uh, coding in that game. Like I'm, it's weird. Like I'm wondering what's causing it. Cause it has some like real big dips. So it's obviously not necessarily the processor's fault. I think it, most of the time it's the game, the game's fault, the way it's coded, etc. So that intrigues me. But there's no real way to test. They don't have like a... a... I mean, it's not a full release. Yeah, but even if it was... (laughs) Fuck off, but they're still charging 30 bucks for it. Exactly, yeah. They're charging 30 bucks for shitty code. And here lies the rub of why we don't like... Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Number one problem with early release. Fuck. Um, Or Kickstarters. (laughs) So... All right. How about we talk about some retro tech? Retro tech. Retro tech. I'm gonna I'm Would you it. really consider this retro tech? All right, so, so I mean, I've been uh, seeing people call things from like 2000 like retro tech, and then when I look at it, I'm kind of like, I guess that makes sense because that's kind of old. And yeah, but all right, let's jump into the story, and then I'm going to tell you why this isn't retro tech. Okay. Uh, so Circuit City is apparently has created a Twitter account as of like today. And they have a website, or the website never went down and redirects to a a Circuit City corporate website. And they even have a number for their corporate studios, which I did call and got the voicemail machine with all of the the directory. Um, Well, it had a directory for people. I ended up getting the receptionist. I said, is this real? And the answer was essentially yes. They are apparently opening a store in... I still don't know if it's a hoax. Can we talk about, uh, for a second, how dumb that receptionist thought you were? It's like, is this a real store? Yeah, no, I know. It's like, no, somebody's no. paying someone to answer a phone no, connected I just was, to a Circuit City Because I was thinking, like, could, as this, a joke. could this just be a ploy? Like, uh, some dude, like... Because it's not that hard to set up, like, a phone with an automatic, like, answering you know system anymore these days it could sound pretty legit probably i don't know and so like i was just thinking like maybe this is a whole hoax because the the circuit city just went live and right. pretty much and there they just tweeted out like eight hours ago and so all right hold on let's let's back this up just a second <clears throat> okay 
I want to point out that if you go and read into this, and we before the show we were going and looking into this a little bit, but if you go and look into the background on Circuit City, this isn't the original ownership or anything like that. Basically, there's an investor who is a, a supply chain distribution something. Like he's been doing, you know, buying shit from stores and selling it to people or moving it to other stores for a long time. Right. And he's trying to revive Circuit City. Now. He bought the store sometime back, you know, November, December of last year. The, the website went live in November of last year. And the, uh, the store, you know, is planned to go and have like a Dallas location and some online presence uh, store or whatever. But the thing that I want to get to is this is August 2017. And even though the website's been up for, you know nine months, 10 months. We're just now going and taking this seriously because they have a Twitter. <laughs> well, like, isn't that a little bit ridiculous? Well, how do you win? Do you know who has a Twitter account and who is a moron? Do you know how Donald Trump? Do you know how to win presidencies of the United States? <laughs> of the United States? You we tweet. should just call it that because we're, we're kind of a joke now anyway. No, I, that, and that's, I think we're all in, intentionally pointing that out but yeah no that it that is what it is well and we're very early the this is not getting reported on by anyone but us right now as far i'm the only one that i retweeted it and got most of their followers for them um right (laughs) and it came from a guy on twitter responded to somebody that said something to it and then i was like oh so then i started doing the digging because uh, I thought it was interesting. I did find an article on Forbes discussing the launch of the website last year. And then, like I said, I called the number because why wouldn't you call a number if it's listed and you're curious? I just right. figured. I do want to send but an anyway, email to the do you, do you think there's really space for this? So, like, they're playing to... Ha- no, no, it's a fucking presence. dumb idea. Guess what they're guess where they're <laughs> no, guess where they're trying to open? They're trying to open in Dallas, in Dallas, yeah. Texas. Which in Dallas, Texas, I believe already they have a fries. Yes, they have a fries, and if I'm not mistaken, they also have a micro center. If I'm yes, they have a fries and a and. And a micro center. So if Circuit and I'm City's sure aim, that they have Best Buys, as yeah, well. of course they have Best Buy. So, but they have the two like, what do you call it? Like br- most budget brick and mortar electronic stores where you can buy things like motherboards, processors, video cards, etc. Right. The we the more uh, enthusiast grade devices or components, they already have two of the largest chains, brick and mortar chains. In in the nation, in Dallas. But do you do you think that that's actually their their competition? Like I feel like Circuit City is going I'm more for so confused. the Best Buy uh, caliber. Like if you go and look at the pictures of the store layout, it looks like a goddamn Best Buy with Circuit City branding. Yeah, but these are old pictures of old Circuit Cities. I remember these. There was one in Lubbock, and when they were closing down when I was living there, I went there, and I think I picked up, like, an HP desktop with a graphics card in it on sale uh, to yeah. play WoW on. Because uh, at that point, that's what you... I mean, before that, I was running an e-machine that I bought a GPU for. Yes, this is how I played games back in the day. I did whatever right. I could. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean... It, 
the, those are old pictures. I'm not, it's hard to speculate what they're doing. Now on the front page, what do they have pictures of? They have a picture of a KitchenAid appliance, which makes me think, because this is a new that's slide. Best Buy. Like, and that's best a new, Buy, a, best that's Buy a has new, H, yeah, and that's a new HP all-in-one. And that's a yeah. new Lenovo Yoga, I believe it is, it looks like. And then a yeah. TV, a uh, camera lens, a Fitbit, and a drone. Right. So I guess Best Buy. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, not that's seeing... That's not fries. Yeah, fries. it's not. But the thing is, is that, like, isn't Best Buy going closing stores across the country? So I don't understand how... Yeah, like, Best Buy City... has been closing, I'm pretty sure. But, I, I mean, I like Best Buy because of the, the rewards points are good. And I like having a brick and mortar to return power supplies to. And we don't have a fries or a, a, a micro center here. Which baffles me because there's one in Houston. There's one in Dallas. It's San Antonio would just make sense. Because their distributor is probably already close. So apparently this is a year old information. And I don't know if Best Buy is opening more stores or closing them since, since this info. But... Uh, apparently they went from a peak of 1503 down to 1397 sometime in 2016. Okay. So they closed, I mean, that's not a large percentage, uh, decrease. That's only, they only lost what, 100 and, 106 stores there. Yeah. Um, out of, you know, 1500, that's not, not even 10%. Um, I mean, they made a lot of changes that are going to keep them alive, like price matching Amazon, which is just a big fucking deal. So that's a huge deal. But I don't understand how you go and keep, you know, continue to make money. You have to basically trust Amazon to not have ridiculous prices on things. Right. Well, and they only do it if it's sold and shipped by Amazon. Right. But you can still get some pretty good deals that way. And they're a big enough store they can probably afford it but they, they you got to keep in mind they have to actually keep stock and just the idea of keeping stock in a brick and mortar store is more expensive than what Amazon has to do where it's a central warehouse location so right. that's a little bit more expensive just uh, from that perspective alone uh, is it really though I guess retail space inherently is going to be more expensive per square yeah, foot. You're gonna, but... you're paying, yeah, you're paying for location, and then you're paying for less items across multiple locate, multiple retail locations. Right. You're gonna have to pay for transport to multiple retail locations, etc. Which I mean, what Amazon's done anyway, is just gotten a point whole bunch is, of people to drive their this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> point is, is that this seems like it's a, a pretty saturated market to the point that you know other competitors are closing stores and circuit city's trying to go and you know carve out a portion of this yeah empire which seems to be dwindling and i i feel like it's really gonna be all all or nothing on the digital side like if the, the website has to be amazing which it's pretty easy to make a pretty shitty website I mean, it's their, really their hard corporation to make a good website is essentially like a spun up, quick spun up WordPress is all it is. Yeah. Uh, so know. to go and make an e-retailer is not easy. And even Best Buy doesn't do a good job with it. Best Buy's, you know, e-commerce site is pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. When you start looking at the big boys like Amazon or something, or even Walmart has a better e-commerce than, that, than Best Buy has. I mean... It, 
Honestly, I don't like using anything other than Amazon. <laughs> no, yeah, it's to be fair. Like, where do you shop? Like, I shop at Amazon. Anywhere else? No. Yeah. No. No. Sometimes I'll look and see if they have it at Target if I can't get it same day from Amazon, and then I drive to right. Target. But that's like, that's like when no, I'm like having a real it. bad first world day, and I just have to go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I look at any of the big box stores, Target, Walmart, Best Buy. Uh, all of their websites do not hold a candle to Amazon. Right. So Circuit City is going to have to go and make a site that is of the tier of Amazon or it's not going to go and get the traction. It's either that they're going to have to you know, sell products at such a cheap price that they're almost not making money, at which point, why the fuck are they doing this? Right. No, so, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Like it, This is getting me frustrated. Let's talk about something <sighs> animated and happy. Super Mario Odyssey is not going to be rated at E. I actually really like this. This is the first Super Mario game ever created that's not going to be an E. But if you read into the clickbait title a little bit, it's just going to be an E10+. plus. So it's for 10. That's a step up. It's a, st- it's a step. I think it's because of a Peach being stuck in an interspecies marriage with Bowser. I mean... <laughs> How are kids going to translate that anyways? Like, okay... Like, I feel fine playing this with my six-year-old daughter, I think. I think we're good. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, and, and like, it, Mario's always had, like, inherent cartoon violence anyway. Yeah. So it, couldn't, it can't be that. It can just like, be the, the stakes of, like, ESRB moving up. Like, they their requirements might be getting bumped up more. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Mario is growing up a little bit. Hmm. and just a little bit you have to realize that it, at some point Nintendo's probably going to go and realize that their market isn't as young as they think it is right like as people who grew up with Nintendo get older and older and yes they're having kids that are going to go and be playing games the real the the fanboys are now in their you know early 30s late 20s might be older than that i would think more like their 30s or 40s Think about it, because I mean, you're thinking about like a game that initially had its big hype in the 80s. I think they're older than like they they're probably 10 years older than us. Like they date back that far is what I'm saying. The, the only reason the only reason I would go and argue against that is mostly because of think of like the develop, developmental ages. So like when let's see, just for memory. When was Mar? When did Mario come? Because I think for us, Super Mario was more influential than Mario. I mean, Mario Brothers Three, the first Mario was just the Mario you played if, for some odd reason, the fucker didn't buy Mario Three with his Nintendo. Like right? No. So uh, Mario came out in 1985, and what I would argue is that. The people who are going to be like six years old and playing Mario are going to be the ones that are going to be holding it the nearest and dearest to their heart. When you go and hand a 16-year-old a game, it's not necessarily going to be the most life-changing thing in their world. You know, the when I think of what I, I was doing at 16, I... Eh. That came out when I was, I was 16. I, that was a pretty big deal. Gaming wasn't the most important thing for me at, at 16. 16. Yeah. It was, you know, music and girls. So, 
the video games took were still a prominent you know figure and uh, obviously Deus Ex came out around that time and I love that game but I'm still gonna go and say you know if I think of 16 year old me I think of uh, Chester Bennington and Lincoln Park so hmm. it's that's the reason I, I would go and argue that yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I think it, it appeals to younger ages more, uh, or at least... Uh, but that's almost the same with anything. That's the same with music. Like, any time it affects you when you're younger is the time that things are most influential, right? Like, now I right, watch right. a movie and I'm like, meh. But, like, for some reason, like, Boondock Stinks, because of when it came out and when I watched it, like, means a lot more to me. When I'm sure there are movies that are just as good now... But they don't, you know, they don't affect me the same way, right? It's not like I'm obsessed. I think with the movies books, have to hit you correctly for the time and era that you're in in your life. So if you were to go and watch a movie that hit hard on, you know, fatherhood for young children, that would grasp you more tightly than you know uh, vigilantes beating up and killing people who do bad stuff, like. The, it, I still, I still feel like it's age dependent for almost every influential thing. You're a lot more impressionable when you're younger, yes, because you have a lot less world experience. Right. But there's what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that you can still find impressionable material at any age. It just has to be a little bit more targeted, yeah, a little bit to more be targeted. effective. Yeah. So, Which makes our anyway, time market for this podcast super hard because it's 24 to 35 year old male. <laughs> what do you guys want to see? We need more boobs, <laughs> Slang. More boobs. I'm working on More it. boobs. Speaking of boobs, there's a game that we talked about last week that's coming out this week in games to come out this week called Hellblade Senua's <laughs> Sacrifice. I, hey, you said it right this yes, time. Yes, I did. And it is from the people that did Ninja Theory, and we already talked about it last week. So go check out last week's episode, which I will put above Slang's head. Above Slang's Sweet. head in the video. Sweet. That's where it will go. Coming out this week, and not next week, Lawbreakers, PS4 and PC. I played the alpha and the beta a little bit. I felt, What'd you think? I felt like it needs more work. Yeah. Essentially, I mean, they were alpha and beta. Yeah. And so we'll see. I've seen some stuff on it. Problem is, is I want to love anything from Cliffy B, but there's a certain point in your life where you have to say, I just don't think Cliffy B's got it in him anymore. Right. Like, you just don't got the Gears of War in you anymore, bro. But now, does this actually have a story component to it, or is no, it just? It's just like right, it's basically it. it's basically it's another Titanfall. Overwatch. It's Overwatch. They're cla- It's oh, class really? based. Yeah, it's class oh. based with a grittier feel. So it's pretty I mean, much like exactly Overwatch, what you so. would think Cliffy B would do with an Overwatch, essentially. Okay. So I mean, we should check it out and play it on the final release and. I want to give it another shot at least. Is it a full sixty dollar release? I though? believe it's. Uh, I'll double check real quick. I thought it was like. Because I'm not. Free. I'm not paying sixty dollars. I thought it was free. Overwatch. I'm almost positive it's free. 
And that's Where's, this, where's well, the Steam page? They, where's the Steam page? Thirty dollars. Oh, thirty. That's actually okay. palatable. That's right, right around the where it's I. It's still think. in my Steam library, and I don't know why. I guess maybe because it's still in beta or whatever. When I click to play, it'll probably kick me out. So it's thirty. Yeah. Okay. With 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 a deluxe edition and some day one DLC. Don't be don't be worried about missing out on that day one <laughs> DLC, bitches. Right. But you do, if you buy it as a bundle, get a 7% discount on Steam. Yeah. Dear Lord. <laughs> the last game I don't know. is a uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 coming out for PS4, um, Xbox One, and PC on August 8th as well. And it's basically a collection, which I thought was worth mentioning, of pretty much like a crap ton of Mega Man games. Which, well, like, I say a crap. I feel like this is weird in games, but yeah, it has what? I feel Seven, it's weird eight. that we're going and getting like Legacy Collection two. Like how many? Like Mega Man went up to what thirteen or something? Yeah, like but the that, first one had like what seven? It had one through seven. Mega Man one through seven, and then this pretty so, much starts off in the right. Well, Mega Man seven was still sixteen bit, but it's pretty much all the thirty two bit games, I think. Right? Yeah. So. Anyway, on that note, why don't we uh, end the broadcast? And I can show you show you the ropes in PUBG. All right, let's export the audio. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget for hit. I wanted to say for, don't for forget hit. to hit. Don't forget to hit. Yeah. But you just like truncated all the words in the center of that sentence. Don't forget to hit all those damn buttons below here, and I expect to see a couple shares at Son of a Tech. That way, I'll know you made it to the end of the podcast, which I know none of you did, you fuckers. See you next week or Tuesday. <laughs> Peace. Peace out. There goes the baby. <laughs>